Oh my goodness. Welcome. Welcome everybody. Um, I think we got 10 more than what I was expecting. So um, I think it being the holiday and I uh, didn't really want to do this, but we'll get into that. Well, welcome everyone to Monday Mindset Meeting, especially on the holiday. So happy Victoria Day, wherever everyone is uh, celebrating. Today we have my business partner, um, some would say my best friend, and I would say a lot of other things. However, due to the nature of this, um, <laughs> of, <laughs> this forum. I will reserve that right to comment. We will meet Christopher Lawrence in a few seconds, um, but I just wanted to welcome everyone to uh, Monday Mindset. Now, I don't know exactly what we're going to be doing today, so this is a little bit on the edge for me, only because we wanted to cancel today because it was a holiday and people wanted a break from everything that was going on. However, we felt, you know what, let's just have fun. Christopher said he's going to bring the fun back, so I don't know exactly what that is truly do not know what it is. Catherine, uh, who is producing our little segment here, and she's going to be in the chat room and all that stuff, is going to make some comments and stuff like that going there. But she can, I can assure you, she can attest that Christopher's usually up to a lot of antics. So we really don't know what we're going to do today. Um, so really what's going to happen is going to happen. So let me introduce Christopher Lawrence with a quick little snip here. Christopher is the founder and CEO of Change My Life Coaching. He's a certified master coach practitioner, uh, trainer, and workshop facilitator. He's published a book, Go Beyond Passion. So if you haven't checked that out, it really is great, especially for those people who are seeking clarity around jobs and stuff like that. And he's uh, passionate, he's uh, accomplished, and uh, he's quite an engaging speaker as well. He has about over 10 years experience um, and uh, with uh, Southern Alberta Institute, where he sat on the board there um, for five years as a chairperson as well. So anyway, uh, without all that other greatness, let us welcome Christopher Lawrence to Monday Mindset Meetings. Good morning, Christopher. Good. Good morning. Good morning. How is everybody? So I think you kind of won this because I didn't think anyone was going to show up today, but there's there's a few. People. Well, you know, we had talked about not doing this and I thought, you know what, just in case people need it or want it during this time, we should be there for the people. And so I thought maybe uh, we would we would do something and we would call it bringing the fun back. And um, as you said, you have no idea. Um, uh, what we're doing today so and i'm really glad for that actually how do we want folks just to say good morning in the chat box there and yeah thank yeah thanks for they're in perfect thanks uh, for reminding if they're in a business <clears throat> yeah if you're in a business um and i'm curious where you're at so where are you in the world or in canada or abroad i, I see my friend already from cape town is back so i'm excited let us know at least your business you know if you are in business um and i'm curious what do you have planned for your fun day of your holiday um yeah, well, we, and we, I knew that you'd yeah. forget. I knew that you had forgotten because you're so nervous about where I'm taking. Look at his face, guys. Look <laughs> at his face. He's really nervous about where I'm going to take this today. He should be too. I very rarely get nervous, Christopher, for most things. With you, though, I have learned. <laughs> I am so unpredictable. 
That's exactly it's it. Borderline volatile. What do I always say, Catherine? You could attest to this. Why I always say, you know, only a mother can really love you. Like only a mother. <laughs> and she is she even on here today? <laughs> She's not on here today. What a terrible of, human being my own mother can show up. Of all things. So anyway, um, we are we may stick around after as well for those people who are just kind of curious oh, after sure. 30 minutes. What's the ground? So Christopher, what? Are we? John says this is the fun part of my day. After this, it's cleaning out our storage locker and yard work. I'm so glad you're here today, John. Yeah, getting him in the right mindset before he does that. Cape Town, Toronto. Oh, good. We've got people from all over the country. Yes, I'd love to. It's great to see you on here, Dominic. Uh, Dominic, please do not interject or tell any stories of how you know me, how we met, and what we've done. Okay. <laughs> oh, there's going to be lots of that. Well, Kyle, you let me know when you want me to get started. Let's I'm- just let's just be clear. This is not a Kyle Kalu roast. This is about bringing the fun <laughs> back. Okay. So, what are we talking about? Like, what does that mean, actually? Well, I thought. Kyle, I think that people like to learn things through storytelling. So I thought today we would tell a story and there's three lessons that that people will learn by the end. And I'll share what those three lessons are at the very end. But I thought we'd start with storytelling. Are you okay with that? Yeah. We've only got 30 minutes and I am not known for brevity. So you're going to have to keep me on track. Thank God, 30 minutes. Okay. Yeah, good. Yeah, so do you want to know the story? Why do you keep breathing like you're scared right now? So it's a mic. It's hypersensitive. It just picks up everything. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm going to tell the story of how we met and how we ended up where we are. Good. Okay. Good. And there's some really, really good lessons in this. There's some really, really good lessons. There's so many lessons, and I'm always mindful of which one you're going to choose. Poor Catherine. Catherine sees this. <laughs> yeah, on why a are daily you saying basis. poor Catherine? It should be you that's scared. Well, actually, so I thought we'd start right at the very beginning okay. when you were chasing me and stalking me around WestJet. Do you remember? That actually is not the story I'm telling people, but. Yeah, I know. Why don't you tell your version of this so that I can get mad? Because every time you tell it, I get upset. <laughs> you know, here I am. I was plucked out of Toronto, you know, sent to <laughs> sent to Calgary. <laughs> sent to Calgary um, in a completely different role. And I went into in-flight because in-flight was this big, anonymous thing. And then we saw a lot of people. Being a flight attendant if you're not a trap, if you're not oh, by th- I'm Now I'm in the office, right? So now I've done my three-month stint. And so now I'm kind of in the office. And I just thought, you know, there you were running around, very busy. And I was just kind of curious. And next thing you know, you know, you started to ask me out. You wanted to go on dates. You wanted to get to know me. You wanted to... Oh, bullshit. Let me tell you what happened. Every time I walked past his desk, he would ignore me because I had like, you know, my hair was really scraggly and long, like worse than it is now. You wait 50 not due pounds, to COVID, yeah. due, to, due to what I thought was fashionable. And, uh, and every time, you know, and he kind of ignored me. And then I, I uh, we were in the kitchen to, together one day and he cornered me and was asking me questions and whatever else. And I had just gotten back from Europe and I saw, you know, when, when you travel, you see that the world is, is different, right? You know, so, so ultimately all human beings are the same, you know, and that, and that we have pursuits in our life and we want to achieve things and we care about our families. And, and uh, I had just come back from Europe and, and it was very life changing for me, right? And mm-hmm. travel does change us. It doesn't matter, you, you know, even just going to the city next door, mm-hmm. you know, you can have an experience that you wouldn't have in your own city. So travel changes us. And, and, um, and so, of course, 
you know, I come back, I decided it's time for a haircut. I'm going to start working out. And I, and I bought all new clothes. And so, you know, yes, cut, every time, yes. every, <laughs> every time I'm walking down the hall, Kyle's like doing one of these outside of his pod, looking at my bum walking away. <laughs> That's not true. I was That's looking so at you true. only because you finally cleaned oh. up. Oh, and then finally he starts cleaned to, up. And then go. you hear you hold on. And then you start to <laughs> ask me about how to work out. And I thought, oh, he's cleaned up himself. Um, yeah. and now he's learning. He wants to learn well, he, to work I out. said that I was thinking of getting a gym membership. This mm-hmm. is when we were in the kitchen. I, mm-hmm. I said, I think I'm getting I'm thinking of getting a gym membership. And so Kyle, you know, set, set me up with a personal trainer and mm-hmm. everything. And so and so uh you know, and then he starts pursuing me. And I had just decided that, you know, I like, I don't know if any of you are familiar with this in your own lives, but I, I have been a serial dater. So before I met my husband, who I've been with for eight years now, and we love each other uh, very, very much. Um, you put uh, that in writing? Because I, I think he's seri- on here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, we, uh, I was a serial dater. So, I mean, it's like, you know, I'd be in a relationship, the relationship would end, and then within, you know, two or three weeks, I'd be in another relationship. Well, I had thought, okay, this is not what mature adults do. I need to be a mature (laughs) adult. So, so Kyle says, you know, I, I'm interested in, you know, pursuing you, you know, whatever. He didn't quite word it that way. But okay. Cause I said, let's just, <laughs> it was April. It was around April. Remember said, this. It was let's April. Go. Yeah. It, it was April. April. This is and important. I, and I said, uh, Hey, we should go out. We should, you know, grab dinner or something. And his first response is, what are your intentions? I was like, who asked someone like that? <laughs> who says that to someone? What are your intentions? Not to say that I didn't have any intentions, but I'm just saying who asked about what are your intentions? So fair enough. Um, I said, no, we're just going to go out. And then he says to me, um, just so you know, I'm not dating anyone until March. Now, so you, I was so you doing remember this- what month it was, right? It was April. It was April and so I said, I'm that- not dating anyone until March. Like, um, 12 okay. months, I was a like, year. Okay. I'm not dating for a year. Now, as you know, I'm all about strategy and I'm all about the long game. <laughs> so therefore I said, fine. He patiently waited. Yeah. He patiently <laughs> waited and stuck around, which is kind of cool. So we'll fast forward a little bit here. Kyle and I are dating. We decide you know what, this is, this is good. We've got something going on here. We're very good on paper, you know, that kind of ultimate power, uh, power couple. And we decide to get engaged. Now, I know what you guys are all wondering. I know what you guys are all thinking. You're like, Kyle, that's slight. Of course he would. Like, of course. Like, look at him. You know, wanted to just shut him down, take him for himself. <laughs> all that stuff that I know you guys are thinking. I see it on your faces. I see it. I see some of you trying to hold By it By the back. way, I was Kyle's last relationship. Just- <laughs> <laughs> I see it. I see it. And so let's just be clear on the record who proposed to who. Are you waiting for a pin to drop? <laughs> I proposed to Kyle. Of course he and did. I pic- <laughs> we should have put it up, actually. I caught a picture of it, too. And this was Kyle's face, right? I'm on, I'm on bended knee in the snow in the mountains. And, and, and Kyle's like... I was so confused. I mean, I never dreamed of that in my life. I never, yeah, didn't even think that was even an option for me. So yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It was so crazy. Yeah. So then we, <laughs> we get, got engaged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got engaged. We moved in together and, um, and uh, you know, became best friends in the entire world. 
Um, you know, but the relationship was lacking mostly due to Kyle not showing up and knowing how to be in a relationship. Listen, I'll, I'll give you this much. You can, you gave me one of my, the best advice. I think I still walk around, walk around with yes, it today. Yes, girl, you tell because, that advice. You tell that because, advice so the world can hear you say it, but it's being recorded. We are what, what I love about, what I love about that advice, and those who know me know I'm quite a nurturing person. I, you know, it's just, I want to take care of things. I want to, you know, you know, you know, take care of a person and just, it's just, my nature is just something I want to be able to do. How come everybody's trying to stop themselves from laughing? And so, and so, and so I, I, I do that. And then Christopher said to me, you know, the thing about being in a relationship with you is that sometimes people just want to feel needed, right? And you do everything. So I never he feel like you, you actually need me for anything, right? Yeah. And so sometimes you may have to just let me do it. And of all things he suggested, because I'm not a big fan of the 50-50 relationship. Like, you know, people come in with yeah, different levels. Yeah, relationships are not equal. Yeah, it's not about equal. It's about how do you want to contribute? And from his perspective, he felt he wanted to contribute more, which I said, you know what? You know what? You're absolutely right. Maybe there's an opportunity. Of all things he wanted to contribute, he wanted to contribute to cooking. <laughs> okay, um, so if you don't know, Kyle oh, Kalu is like, for all intents and purposes, the guy's a master chef and master baker, right? Like, like if you follow him on Facebook or Instagram, you know it is just full of food. Like, there, it's all food. He's a phenomenal cook. So then there's this thing, right, where I say, okay, I'm going to cook, right? So I decide to cook. And he's like, well, aren't you going to like add a little bit of this or add a little bit of that into the pot? And I'm like, that's my grandmother's no, trait. No, that's no, I'm, I'm quite happy with what I've, I'm quite happy with what I've created here. And, and it's cooking away. And he's like, aren't you going to watch it a little bit closer? And I'm like, I'm like, like, no, no. We're Folks, there were some like, basic fundamentals. And then I go to the bathroom. I go to the bathroom and I hear somebody sneaky, sneaky, sneaky pulling the lid off the pot because he knows he's going to have to eat this. And I come around the corner and he's just like, I come out of the washroom, I come around the corner and he's just like putting some spice and stuff and he puts it around and he turns around like he just got caught, right? Because he did. And I said, nope, that's it. I said, I'm done. I said, if you're, if you're going to spice the food, I'm done. I'm not going to, I'm not going to cook. I, no, no, I'm done. If you're, if that's what you're going to do, he says, well, it's going to burn then. I said, fine, let it burn the whole house down. I said, I said, you asked me to cook and now you're in there and you're cooking. So I, let's just let the house burn down. I'm leaving the house. I'm going to go eat out tonight because you don't want my food. <laughs> so that's the day we ended the relationship. Um... Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny because he says, he says, you remind me of my mother when I did that. He says, you were, that's a trick my mother would pull. <laughs> exactly. Like, exactly. serves you right. If you've ever met Kyle's mother, I love her, <laughs> appreciate her. She is tough as nails. Let me tell you something. You don't mess around with Jamaican woman. If this is someone that you see in a back alley, and she, whether she's with people or by herself, unless you have five other people with you, you should turn around. You should turn around and walk in the other direction. This woman and, is tough as nails. And the school I went to would always, as a Roman Catholic, you know, they, they, they like to talk about, I mean, Dominic knows what I'm talking about here. It's all about guilt, right? It's all about the devil. Yes. I mean, they mentioned the devil more times than I think they've mentioned God, right? So there's so many things that's happening. And it never really fazed me because I was more worried about my mother than the devil, okay? So the moment they <laughs> mentioned... So We'll yeah. call your mother. I thought, okay, hold on, hold on. We can work this out, <laughs> right? 
because that was happening. So that's yeah. So so we get engaged. We decide this isn't working for us. We're really great on paper. At this point, we already had a child together. His name is Hero. He's a little Yorkie Havanese cross, and uh, and we still share him to this day. He goes back and forth to this Mm -hmm. day, although he's getting a little bit older, so he doesn't move around as much. But um, but we still share him. So Kyle and I break up and. And of course, we have to share. There's there's Dale with his background of youth. Yeah, I love it. Um, he can <laughs> here. We can we can even do one of these. I'll just get oh, Kyle right in the room. Good lord! Me. Isn't that freaky? <laughs> good lord! So um, so we 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 break up. We separate. Kyle moves out. Things are tense. You know, as you would expect, things are tense, and. Um, and but of course we shared this dog and neither one of us was really willing to give up hero so we we exchanged custody every week and um back and forth and there you know there was some tension it was very difficult and then you know but then it starts working out and kyle decides okay he's going to take this job at WestJet. he's going to go to jamaica for a year there's a there's a term position in in jamaica and he's going to move to Jamaica, right? So he's going to leave the dog. And at the time, I lived in a condo that was, I was president of the condo board, but the condo was literally falling apart. So they found asbestos in the stucco. My balcony was falling off the building. It was one of those 2008 conversions. So like lipstick on a pig, right? And so lots and lots of problems. So, so, we, uh, so, so I didn't want to live in my building anymore, but I wasn't able to sell it. So Kyle moved to Jamaica and his 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 renters backed out and i said don't worry about it i'll move into your place i'll take care of it and i'll rent my place out because i'm here so i moved into kyle's place brought the dog and of course kyle wants to see this dog right so so he wants to see hero so so we we get on fa- what was it called at the time were we skype. using skype or facetime <laughs> skype we were using skype sorry we i have so FaceTime. not savvy <laughs> So, so we're using Skype and like, what am I going to do? Hold the dog in front of the camera and then like turn it off. So we started talking. So I'd show him the, you know, I'd show him the dog every morning and every night. But during the, during that time, we'd be talking and we'd be talking and we'd be talking. And so, so our friendship grew. When Kyle came back, we decided to move in together as roommates. It's like, well, instead of you moving out, let's save some money. We'll be roommates together. And so, of course, everybody thought there was funky stuff going on. There was no funky stuff going on. Kyle never dated again, but I did. And and, And he did. And and I did. did. And I did. And and I did. There's Hero, actually. If you look at Bureau the Boss, um, uh, that's that's my husband with Hero right now. You can see my little puppy in there and my husband. So, yeah, two handsome puppies right there. (laughs) So, um, so, So I dated, but... But, you know, I got into a couple of serious relationships during that time. And uh, thanks, Michelle, for the compliment on the uh, kitchen. Um, we, we got into, a, you know, uh, um, I got into a couple of serious relationships. And, and one of the guys said, well, I don't understand my, my role. Like, you're living with your ex and, you know, you guys hang out all the time. Like, you... You live together, you spend all your time together if you're not working and whatever else. And I said, yeah, it is super confusing. But if you look at the relationship differently, if you look at Kyle as like maybe an older sibling, or if you look at Kyle like, you you know, uh, a best friend, it'll make a lot more sense. 
And so, you know, the one guy couldn't clue in. Nice guy, though. Very nice guy. You know, and, and you know, understandably concerned. And I said, well, listen, I said, I said, if you can't accept it kind of like as a, as a sibling, <laughs> older sibling, much, much older sibling, Tracy. Um, if you can't, if you can't, like much... Okay, keep going because remember uh, if you can't if you can't understand it as a sibling relationship, it's you're never like it's not going to work. It's just not going to work. Kyle's going to be part of my life forever. He's still at our family Christmases, like with my mom and and everything else. Uh, I communicate with his mom, his brother, his grandma, right? So we're family, and that's the way that it is. So speaking of which, during that time, Kyle decides he's going to bring his grandma in from Toronto, right? She doesn't travel very much. He's going to bring her in from Toronto. He brings her in from Toronto and she speaks mostly Patois, right? Which is like the Jamaican version of English. And it doesn't, you know, to, you know, to people who haven't spent a lot of time with it, it's not easy to understand, right? So like things like, why you bought it? Why you bought me thought? Tell me now. Sure. Right. That's so, pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> right. So that's English. Dominic is accustomed um, to that type of language as well, being and, you know, from Toronto. And, so. and Kyle had gone back to being a flight attendant for a little while. And so he says, oh, listen. He brings his grandma and he says, oh, listen. I got called I picked, up a, yeah. I picked up a pairing. So I'm going to leave for three days and you can be here with my grandmother. <laughs> and I'm thinking, I'm going to have to cook for this woman who is like three times as picky as Kyle. And she was, and she told me. So I'm like, do you like it? Do you like it, grandma? And she's like... <laughs> and like so i'm like calling kyle like how do i cook this he's like so what does he do he gives her ice cream and cheesy <laughs> doritos whatever the woman's a diabetic <laughs> you know he she cares. asked me for them i didn't know <laughs> And so he's like, dude, you're supposed to have this. I don't want Kyle to get, I don't want to get in trouble. But dude, you're supposed and she's like, I know my body, right? That's what she said. She's well, no, Kyle calls her and screams at her. Why are you asking this poor I little white boy to, to give you ice cream? That's I spoke what he to says her to her passionately. So then she gets off the phone and she says, mm, I know my body. You don't need to be calling him. <laughs> like, so then I call Kyle. Tears. <laughs> Yeah, so so it was a good time. We had a good time. I, her and I still talk. We still have fun. And she laughs every time I speak in Patois. And, uh, you know, so, so I meet Vince, and Vince and I get along. Vince has the same concern. He's like, what's my role? I say, if you think of Kyle like, like a brother, then it'll make a whole lot more sense to you. And Vince says, hmm, okay. And that was it. And then I knew I was going to marry him. I'm like, because... Because Vince, Vince understood. Yeah. Vince understood. Vince is so caring and kind. Yeah. The, the ideal person I would want for you. So, which, yeah. so I liked him right away, which is cool. Well, and, and then we went through some kind of a, you know, a personal hell. I had, you know, I had purchased this condo that Vince nailed it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I had purchased this, uh, you know, this, um, you know, this terrible condo that was falling apart and, I was in such financial dire straits and Kyle was just there to help me out the whole time. And, and, uh, you know, it was a, it was pretty incredible. And then, and then, um, uh, I, I decided during that time, because, you know, when, when you're declaring bankruptcy and handing a property over for foreclosure, that's a good time to start a business. So that's what I did. Uh, and Kyle was there the whole time. And while he was working, 
uh, he was working at WestJet. He had an opportunity. He left and he went into the largest property management company in North America um, and moved up extremely fast, as Kyle does. And, uh, and while he was there, he's like, you know what, this isn't, this just isn't hitting it for me. This just isn't hitting it. And so, so I, on, it was December 15th of, oh, Kyle, what, what was the January that you started with us? Do you remember? Yeah, it was in 16. So 2016, yeah. December, 2015, 2015, yeah. he decided he was going to leave his company and I went and had business cards printed and an email set up and everything. And I said, here's your, here's your business cards with your title. You can take some time and think about this. But because I haven't spent so much money that it's going to be, um, you know, that it's, that it's, you know, going to ruin me. But here's your stuff. I want you to think about mm. it. Because one thing that I know about Kyle over and over is that he can go into any company, any team, any situation and turn it around in weeks. I saw it happen firsthand at WestJet. I saw it happen again at Sierra where he went in. I'll never forget it. The worst winter that we had outside of the, outside of a year and a half ago, mm -hmm. the worst winter that we had uh, in across Canada was in December was in 2012, I think. 2008, that's right, mm -hmm. the year I left. And Kyle got a new job as the manager of crew scheduling. And he, he turned that team around in three weeks. He turned that team around. It was so crazy. Like he walked in there that that's the department that's, that was responsible. Like if a plane couldn't fly because of weather or whatever, that's what that department did. They dealt with the crews and the, and all, you know, the, all the crews, the aircraft, everything that they had to deal with. And Kyle was the manager of that. And he, the department was a mess and needed some help and he had it turned around like that. It was crazy. Three weeks. He had that team functioning. He had a new training program put in place. It was crazy. So I know what this guy can do. He turns this around and I'm thinking, but this is his MO. He goes in, he fixes it. And then they don't want to take any more risk, right? The company doesn't want to take any more risk or the department doesn't want to take any more risk. And Kyle's like, but we have to go to the next level. We have to go to the next level. So this happened with Kyle over and over and over again. And I said, you know, if you're a business coach, this is what you do for a living, right? This is what you do for a living. Mm -hmm. And so, so Kyle said, let me think about it. And then on January 1st, he said, okay, I'm in. And that was it. We never looked back and we've been running the business together since, um, well, Kyle, you came on and I, this is me, right? It's like, you know, this is the thing you have to know if you're, if you're a chef in the kitchen, you know, versus the owner, right? So like lots of chefs own, lots of chefs own and run restaurants, restaurants but yeah. sometimes the chef should just own the restaurant and be in the kitchen, mm -hmm. right? Like know what you're good at. So you can still yeah. own it, but you don't have to run it. So, so Kyle, uh, Kyle is, you know, he, he is a much better, uh, much better at running the company than I am. I, I love coaching. I'm the chef, right? So we both own the company, but I wanted to coach people and Kyle needs a team of people to lead, right? So it worked out really well. So we've been running it together since 2016, um, since January, because he came in and I'm like, you know, in time, Kyle, I'll probably hand you the CEO reins, right? Three months later, I'm like, hey, guess what? You're getting a promotion today. You're the CEO. <laughs> He's like, uh, what are you going to do? I'm like, coach. <laughs> and that's what we did. And he's like, yeah. you know, and Kyle, true to spirit. He's like, okay, that's true. 
So I promised you three lessons that you would learn. Yes, let's get into it because we need to wrap up. I I just saw the time too. Yeah. Yeah. So here's the three lessons. You can go through hell together and you can even be in hell because of each other, but that doesn't have to ruin your relationship. You can be in hell together. You can go through hell together and it can be even because of each other, but that doesn't have to ruin the relationship. You just have to work on yourself and work for each other. Okay, that's the first lesson. The second lesson is the feeling of family is not a given. The feeling of family is not a given. It's created and formed and nurtured with those you choose it to be. It's created and formed and nurtured with those that you choose it to be. And the third thing is, it's important to laugh at your own flaws. Do not take yourself too seriously or it won't be fun. That's really good, you know, and people, I think the thing I would add on top of that, Christopher, is, you know, you could have fun without it being funny, right? So it's not always about jokes because there's moments where you just sit with someone and have a conversation and, you know, just work through a situation with them. And then they walk away going, wow, that was fun, right? That was interesting. Like, it's not always about telling jokes because heavens knows it's not about uh, telling jokes. But one thing I really appreciate with you, Christopher, is this childlike wonder. Like if you want to bring fun back, watch someone not worrying about all these other things that's going on. They're asking questions. They're actually making making it fun. So know that these are moments where to bring fun back or, you know, it's not about always telling jokes. It's not always about laughing, but there's something about the culture that is really important for you to not take yourself seriously and make sure that, you know, I trust this person. So whatever, and it's going to be some arguments, it's going to be some uncomfortable feeling, but think about the deposits you've made in your mindset, in your relationships, in business that you can actually invest in says, you know what, I haven't had a pattern of this. So therefore I'm going to trust that we've built something that's quite fun. So we'll be able to do that. Um, Guys, that's our time. Thank you so much, Christopher. Uh, we will stick around. I'm going to play a look, quick little outro here. Yeah, we'll here, stick around for, and 50, then we'll stick for 15 around. minutes, right, Kyle? So you can yes. ask questions. Exactly. Or Kath- anything. Perfect. Catherine's going to put our links there if you want to connect with us for some complimentary calls, at least uh, hopefully not about these stories we've talked about today. But if there's definitely other ways we can help you, you want to be able to do that. But you can stick around. We'll definitely open up for Q&A. We didn't really get a lot. Uh, of Q&A or any involved um, because Christopher uh, has this proclivity to tell a lot of stories. So anyway, but we will definitely come back and do that. So thank you for joining us. We know it's a holiday. I hope you have a great holiday. Stick around if you'd like to uh, connect as well.
I'm always so excited for the outro. I get so motivated by it. Me um, too. Oh yeah. And then we have Amanda. Well, we'll probably send our stuff out about Amanda coming up next week. Um, so I'm excited for that. So that was fun. That was interesting. People want your recipes, Kyle. Oh my God. Here's the thing about recipe. And I, I talk about this all the time. Trust me, you can get a cookie recipe, you can get a bread recipe, you know, and I know my guy Dominic is on here and, you know, he had a restaurant as well. I don't know what he's doing now, but he had a restaurant and there's, he does a lot of cooking and stuff like that. Here's the thing. What you don't want is just the recipe. What you want is the method. How do you make it, right? Because there's lots of recipes out there, but it's the method. And Christopher, you and I go back and forth about this all the yeah. time because I will create recipes and I'll just do certain things and I just keep moving on. Oh, he so. makes the most be beautiful food. And I'm like, I hope you wrote it down because I want this again next week. <laughs> like, so even though we don't live together, he still makes food for us. Yeah. But actually, Kyle, I think relationships are kind of the same way. Mm -hmm. It's it's not the steps, right? It's not it's not the ingredients. It's yeah. the method. It, yeah, it's a method, and I think that's why, I think that's why we have been able to kind of work through all of this stuff that maybe other folks wouldn't be able to. Because mm -hmm. in business, we often tell people you don't want partnership. Right? Like, I know we say it all the time. It's like business we're going against the great messy, mm -hmm. and actually, we work with a lot of business partnerships, and it's you know, it, it is like a marriage, right? If you don't do the work on work. self and the work for each other, mm -hmm. right? There's three units in every relationship. Perfect. There's yeah. you, there's me, and there's us, mm -hmm. right? Why is us always the middle finger though? Hey, Because huh? uh, <laughs> it's the finger it's you usually show us. me. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. That's true. Uh, you know, but, but that's a thing. You have to work on it just like in a marriage, right? So I think in some ways that's actually why you know, we've been able to maintain a business partnership that's, that's successful, you know, is because we had done so much of that work already, you know, and it wasn't perfect and it still isn't. I mean, not because of me, but. <laughs> I'm so used How to come so many people those. are shaking their heads on this? I see I'm everybody so, shaking Because I like, think it didn't take them long to recognize you're a trickster. <laughs> it didn't take them long to know that I'm the true victim in all of this. Okay, victim. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, good. Uh, Tracy had an interesting point. How can Kyle come to your Kyle house? get to your house to do the recipe? <laughs> Tracy, I like what you're thinking. I like, it makes sense. Why ask about recipe and the method when you just get the guy to come and do it, right? Hmm, I should do folks, that. <clears throat> this is your time, so you can ask questions, you can make comments. Otherwise, Kyle and I will just uh, just keep making, you know, keep bantering back and forth here. But, but we would love to hear from some of you guys uh, as well. That's your cue now, Kyle. You should fill in the gap. While <laughs> oh, Tracy unmuted herself. I did. I apologize. I can't. Uh, it's not the technology. It's me who cannot work the technology this morning, it seems. Um, how do you get out of like a rut? Like you find you're kind of, in a personal rut, in the same routines over and over, you know what you need to do. What kind of kickstart works for your clients when you got to get them out of the rut? Are you talking motiv about motivation, Tracy? Or are you talking about just kind of like a general stuck feeling when you say rut? Well, especially now with, with everybody's schedules changing, I'm very much a routine person. I find it very uh, difficult because you have so many things to do. It's like, where do you start? Right. And knowing your previous, um, uh, sessions you guys have said yeah give yourself permission to be lazy be whatever else but then get going so how do you guys uh help your clients to navigate that 
Yeah, if I could start, Christopher, just on this one, one of the things I would say, Tracy, is always about, you know, mindset, you know, quite a few people who have kind of come back and said, you know, uh, you know, what is the first thing to do? Because there's so many things and, and you mentioned it, there's I have to do this and I have to do that. And you know what you have to do, like information is there. It's not like you don't know, right? Um, the reason why I go back to mindset is think about this for a second. It's really about how do you look and think about certain things? Like if you said you want to be able to get to the other side, let's take a destination if you want to get to the destination, right? Then it's about, okay, what mindset do I need to be? That's like my GPS. How am I going to navigate myself? What do I need to do to actually get to that spot? Because if the mindset's not there, Tracy, all this great information, all these great tactics, all these great things that we know is not going to happen. You know, I could tell my story about weight loss, right? And many years ago when I said, you know what, I need to do this. Like I, I, I need to sleep better. I need to have better skin. You know, I'm turning 35 again for a few times and I want to make sure I'm in the right place. And so I actually had to say, you know what, the mindset around, I need to be healthier. I need to do what is necessary to get me there. If I didn't have that, the information they gave me, the foods I was eating, the supplements I was doing would not have worked. So you do get to a point where you have to step back, I would say, and say, let me look at my mindset. Is it in a place, how I'm thinking about certain things, is it in a place to receive the behavior that has to come from it? Christopher? Yeah, so, you know, what Kyle is doing is he's, he's kind of talking about, you know, asking yourself, what is, what is the importance of, of these things, right? And what is the importance of that piece? So his, the mindset piece is absolutely correct. I have a tendency to go far more tactical. So that's where I'm going to go is far more tactical down into the nitty gritty. The nitty gritty, Tracy, is look at what your routine was before the lockdown and try and maintain as much of it as possible now. So, so I think this is a whole lot easier if you don't have children, because when you have kids, that has, that is completely, you know, you know, having kids in your house, it's not lost on me, you know, that, that that can be difficult because the demands of children are very different. Um, and by the way, just a side note, everybody needs to stop apologizing when their kids interrupt them when they're mm. on Zoom. I think it's absolutely adorable. And that's real too. life right now. And folks yes. that don't understand that, if you have a leader that doesn't understand that, screw them and quit your job and go get another one. Because, because the truth is, is that- In that, that order. <laughs> and, and kids are freaking cute. And I love it. I love it. So uh, thanks, Raman. Yeah, we, we have a meeting with Raman a couple times a week for a couple of initiatives that we're working on. And, and, um, and, we, and we love her little guy, Davin. Yeah, he's amazing. So, so, um, uh, so, so go tactical. So keep as much of your routine as the same as you possibly can. So what my routine looked like before uh, the lockdown, I've kept as much of it as I can. If you try to change too much all at once, even the research shows this. I just read an article on it, uh, article being an academic study on it in, in the last uh, probably three weeks here. So keep as much of it as you can the same. Then pick one thing, one part of that routine that you really want to nail, something that's really easy to achieve. So bring the target super close to build your confidence with it. And then focus on doing that consistently for two or three weeks, then add something to it, right? So it doesn't mean you can't be working on other things or involving new things, but pick one key thing as the thing that you want to work on for a couple of weeks, something really easy, something that maybe takes five or 10 minutes, right? 
the one thing that I, you know, I appreciate about myself and the way that I work is even on vacation, like we get into a hotel room and I can establish a routine very quickly, mm -hmm. right? So if I know that I'm going to be there for a week, I have a new routine very quickly. I would encourage you to do the same, establish new routines as quickly as possible, but keep as much of it the same. Like when I go on vacation, right? And God knows when that'll be next. Um, when I go on, when I go on vacation, I don't even like flying and girl, I cannot wait to get on a plane right now. Like I cannot wait to get on a plane and I hate flying. Right? So, so, you know, there's something about kind of getting into that place of like, even when I'm on vacation, it's like, okay, I know when I wake up, I like to do a workout first, then I like to shower, then I like to eat. I try to keep that the same. I like, I try to keep that the same now. Um, there's a couple of you on the call right now. I know you do that really, really well. So kudos to you. And if you can't because of kids at home or whatever else, like if things have changed and it's hard, then stick to as much as you can. But for the new stuff you're adding, make it really short and easy to achieve. And that'll help you get out of that rut. And Tracy, if you're in that rut, Focus on the stuff that you want to do and like doing. Exactly. Increase your connection with it. That's it. Mm -hmm. Focus on what you want to do, right? Like if all you're doing is getting on a treadmill and like walking for five minutes in your pajamas and slippers, who cares? You're still starting to establish the habit. That's better than doing something else that you think might be more productive. And only from the perspective of neuroplasticity, right? You're trying to lock it in. So getting on that treadmill for two to three minutes in your pajamas is going to eventually you'll start running, right? Just, so just build on it, right? So, yeah. so I hope that helps and answers the question. That's a good one. Yeah, what I was, what I was struggling with is I have to get the speaker projects and I think I'm probably my worst enemy, right? I am the worst. Uh, I want to get the stuff done and uh, the bigger the better, right? So I can enjoy what I want to do, right? So thank you so much, Christopher. Thanks, Kyle. Yeah, That's absolutely. awesome. Thank no, you, Tracy, you might find that if you focus on the stuff that you enjoy yeah. first, even though people see that as avoidance or procrastination, I actually don't. Like, I don't at all. The idea is that actually you, 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 you focus on that stuff first to fill you up because it gives you energy, Tracy, and then you come back and yes. do the other stuff. Oh, right. Christopher, you're my best, you know, my new best friend. Thank you. I'll say Christopher <laughs> said I must do this first. I'm not kidding. Thank you. Right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I love it. I have a point of reference and I have uh, witnesses. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, witnesses. Perfect. Exactly. yeah good. Yeah. The, the other thing, Tracy, to also consider is that, you know, uh, when you take a look at the things that you want to do and it, it kind of has to fill you up. The only thing I would add to that is do those things, especially those things you may kind of don't want to do, but you know, it's necessary to do it. Do those things that in, is in your peak state, like people have different peak state throughout the day, either peak state in the morning, afternoon. Like if you're not a morning person, don't tackle some of those tough things in the morning. If you're an afternoon person, then do it in the afternoon because yeah. then you have more effort. You're able to do it. It's more yeah. sustainable. So I think that, cause if, you're trying to do things because you're like, well, I know this is supposed to be the first things first. If that's not for you in the morning, then don't do it in the morning, do it in the afternoon, right? And I say that to my clients all the time, you know, people who have to cold call or people who have to do these things, do it at the time that you know you're going to be at your best because it will allow you to push, push through some of those other activities that you may not want to do right away, right? hundred percent. Excellent. Great question. Uh, another question. Anyone else? Yeah, we'll stick around for a while if we have to. How many of you felt that Christopher was hard on me? How many of you felt, you know, that you will go to the uh, GoFundMe page to help my, my support? <laughs> Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Because I want to hear from Catherine. Catherine is like <laughs> shaking her head. Don't pull me into it. Catherine is smart. <laughs> yeah. She, no, Catherine, I'm unmuting you. 
I'm <laughs> unmuting you right now. Unmute that cat. Catherine. Catherine, unmute yourself, please. There we go. Hi. Hi, Hi Catherine. Catherine's our admin, so she's been watching this happen. How long have you been with us now, Catherine? Four years. Four years. Four years? Oh, my 2016 gosh. 2016, too, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh, yeah. So, yeah. so um... Uh, so, Catherine, you observe this firsthand every day. So, every day. <laughs> you know, so I'm really curious about um, all the ways that you can talk about how Kyle has wronged me. <laughs> My very first rule of thumb is don't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's smart. When mom and dad is fighting, yeah, don't mom and say dad is fighting. <laughs> you can That's guess exactly who mom true. is, right? <laughs> It's really true. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. what I love at the end of the day, you guys love each other so much. I know it's always going to work out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's that true. must have been different for you, Catherine, coming from what you, you're very corporate. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's so true. And it's been absolutely amazing. You know, it's been a really, because, you know, you, because um, it's just a, such a tight group and we're so close and we're and close in proximity as well. Um, you do pick up the different energies and you're not quite sure, but then I learned very quickly, you know, really that you guys just have this flow, this, this, in, you know, back and forth and not to worry, you know, it just works out. It always works out. What do yeah, I always flow, say, it's Catherine? Like, it's like lava. It flows really well and it's <laughs> cold and hardens and it'll burn the shit out of you if you're not careful, right? That's, Catherine, that's basically Kyle's, how Kyle operates in the office. Catherine, I've often said you are a witness. If I, for the things that I've gone through, if I don't get in to the heaven. kingdom of heaven, if I do not get in with everything that I go through. I know, yeah, I know you're, yeah. you have a fast track. Yeah, yeah. yeah totally. Yeah. Well, looks um, like we got another question yeah. here. Amy had something to say. Go ahead, Christopher, read that. Yeah, sure. So it was great to hear the background story on you guys. Thank you, Amy. Uh, a question I have is how to, how to move away from being motivated by fear with what's going on now. I find there is still so much fear of what's going to happen. Will the business make it, et cetera? I want to be working from a more positive place. Okay. Uh, I'll take this one first, Kyle. How does mm -hmm. that sound? True. Yeah. So, so I've got a couple of thoughts on this, Amy. Here's the thing, actually. Fear and pain are extremely motivating. So what I might say is don't be so hard on yourself for being motivated by fear, right? So, so recognize that fear is a great motivator, right? When we're in pain, we're extremely motivated to move, right? So, 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 and sometimes actually in coaching, we will help people increase pain of where they are now so that they make change, right? So pain is a good motivator. Reward is also a good motivator. You actually need both. But make no mistake, pain is far more motivating than the reward. So one thing I would say, Amy, is I don't know if your business is going to be in place or not. What I can say is that using fear as a motivator, it's, it's not a bad thing. I would also say, you know, from the way that you've worded that, having that be your only motivator leads to burnout. So how do you move away from fear? It's actually through acceptance, right? You have to accept that the circumstance is what it is. So... <clears throat> Uh, much like you, I'm, I have tended to be more fear driven in my life and had lots of uh, uh, stuff with that. And I don't know about you, but in my own case, lots of anxiety, lots of panic in my history, right? Less so now, but lots in the history. And so one of the things that, uh, that I would suggest is actually that if it's helpful, focus on what you'll do next, right? So don't give up on the business, but focus on what you're going to do next. What's plan B? right? Which, you know, as Kyle would say, plan B is always plan A anyway, right? So, so what will you do? 
right? Get some answers in there. Like what if you have to go bankrupt and lose all of your money? The business goes away. You can't afford your mortgage, right? You know, and like I'm telling you, Amy, I've been there. Literally, I went bankrupt and I had to give my, my uh, condo back. And it, this was, you know, because of the fact that the condo was literally falling apart. It was literally falling apart. There was, there was, you know, like, like I was, I had put $60,000 in special assessments into a $230,000 condo. And then there was another one coming. It wasn't worth it. I had to walk away, right? Like I would never make my money back. It was just a sinking ship. So I had to declare bankruptcy. So what helped me get through that was imagining what my life would look like if I had to declare bankruptcy. What do I want to do? What, you know, what would it look like? So, so having a bit, bit of a backup plan and then setting that aside, I've got my backup plan. Now I'm going to get focused back on the business. Kyle? Yeah, my, it, and sometimes that is where people are able to start, Christopher. And so I appreciate you saying that because sometimes it's triggered that way. But once you've done that, the next step is how do you live in that 40,000 feet, pulling yourself up, yes. being innovative, being hopeful, right? Because once you answer the what if, then you could actually say, okay, I have a plan I, or somewhat of a plan. But let me actually dream a little bit. Like there's so much innovation that happens when we just say, listen, I'm not going to hold back because there's certain things that you have to be reactive to. There's certain things you can be actually quite positive to or in that proactive space where you could say, okay, if money wasn't an issue, if this wasn't an issue, then what would I do? Right. And yeah. so when we do brainstorming people, we tell them don't get stuck with the how, because sometimes the how is what complicates things, right? How am I going to do that though? Let's not just talk about how you can do it. Let's just put it out there and then say, you know, uh, I use analogy of Rome all the time. I might need a new one because of what's happening there in Rome. I may not be a destination <laughs> of choice for people. But one of the things I said, you know, when people's like, well, Rome wasn't built in one day. Technically, you're right, but think about the person who created Rome or what their vision of Rome was, right? It was here, right? It started up there first, and then now they took the steps to make that possible. Instead of saying, there's no way we're going to build this Rome. There's no way all these other things are going to happen. So I would say go through the fear piece, go through the pain piece, because sometimes that is the motivator. Wars have been started that way, right? It's like someone had to do something, then you react, right? But there's things that you can do that could say, listen, if I lived in the innovative space, that 40,000 feet, what would it look like? So I would say dream big, and then you could focus small. Right. And Kyle's right in that as well, if I may, Kyle. Um, uh, there's, there was a, uh, you know, I always felt that hope was, was a, you know, kind of at the bottom of the pyramid of success. So hope is what you have when your, you know, great aunt is in the hospital dying and you have hope that she's going to pull through. So hope is also useful, useful for that. But actually, I, uh, when, when we were in the first couple of weeks of this lockdown, you know, some of my anxiety was triggered as well. So I started to research hope from an academic perspective. So I'm like looking, you know, I go onto Google Scholar and I'm like, what, what about hope, right? So here's the cool thing about hope. Hope actually, I've changed my position on it. Hope does two key things for us. Hope helps us achieve our goals when we have hope. So it helps us stay the course and achieve our goals. So if you're not practicing hope, tap into hope. Mm -hmm. The other thing that hope does is it protects our brains from the, from the damage that anxiety and fear can do to us. So, so go to that hopeful place and tap into innovation, you know, is literally what Kyle is saying there. 
I want to share, I hope that answered Amy, if there's anything else. We're a little bit over, but I'm okay with it. Yeah, we are. But uh, it's a holiday, right? So a lot of people are not doing other things. You know, one of the things I wanted to share, which when we talk about bringing the fun, just kind of come back. You're welcome, Amy. Uh, to me, you know, I saw a medium. And so whatever you believe and what you don't believe, that's, that's everyone's own. I'm just telling you my story. And one of the things I wanted to do, so I connected with this medium and we had this conversation and, you know, I didn't know what to expect and a lot of different things that was happening. But she had a conversation, which I, uh, I'm convinced I believe that she had with my grandfather. And one of the things that my grandfather did very well, like this man was all about the jokes and he was all about having fun, even though he's in despair, he, things are falling apart around him. He's trying to fend and feed eight kids while me being nine, you know what I mean? And he was always finding the bright side of things. And, you know, one of the messages he said to me was, Kyle, you need to have more fun. Like instead of, you know, when the spilled milk happens, I have a tendency just to clean up the milk. I'm not going to complain about it clean it up, right? And there's times where I think he wants me to get pissed off and say, oh my God, I can't believe I dropped all this milk and just laugh. Christopher does a lot of stupid things all the time and he laughs at it. <laughs> and he laughs at it all the time. And I'm like, let's just move on, right? But sometimes you don't have to move on right away, which was the message I believe I got from that. The and specific the- message was <laughs> just because you've moved through it doesn't mean you have learned anything. Exactly. Thank you for remembering that, Christopher, because you wave that flag Oh, I remember it clearly, and I did have it printed on a flag, and I wave it every time we're in a meeting together. Raman, did you have a question? It looks like your mic is unmuted. Nope, I don't. Sorry. No, that's okay. Don't be sorry. Um, any last questions or comments before we wrap up? <laughs> I hope I this was, I, was this was okay for people? I mean, I know we got into a lot of stories and, but I hope you guys were able to take one or two things. I'm curious for those 11 or so who are still on, what resonated with you guys the most? It's a, it's a question I always ask in my client sessions, um, only to bring it back to, you know, what are you taking away? You know, uh, what resonated with you the most? And I hope if you want to, if you feel okay with it, type it in the comments because we do go through these comments after and look at them and take some lessons for ourselves and just to be mindful. So I'm curious about what resonated with you guys uh, the most today. I'm hoping to see that I'm a victim. I'm hoping to see that Christopher is abusive and I should call a number. So I'm hoping to see some of those comments as well. Um, and Catherine, I hope you're putting that comment in there um, because you are the key witness to a lot of this stuff. But what are some takeaways? Uh, the takeaways, yeah. The three points Christopher did. Yeah, Christopher, what were those again? Just repeat them really Yeah, sure. Tonight. So <clears throat> give me two seconds. I, I just set them aside. So the three takeaways were one, you, you, can go, you can be in hell, you can go through hell, you can put yourself through hell, and maybe even because of each other, be in hell. But that doesn't have to ruin your relationship. Hmm. You just have to work on on yourself and for each other. It's not an all or nothing thing, right? And that's where the new negotiation comes in because we constantly renegotiate. Yeah, 100%. Second one, the feeling of family is not a given. It's created and formed and nurtured with those you choose it to be with. Feeling of family is not a given. It's created and formed and nurtured with those you choose it to be with. And then 
The last one is it's important to laugh at your own flaws. Don't take mm -hmm. yourself too seriously or it won't be fun. Kyle, did you see lots of folks commented on those three takeaways, which is great. Did you see there was someone else in there that made a comment, even though Kyle is a terrible person, I can still work with him. You did not put that comment in there. No, I didn't. Someone else did. Thank you, Kristen. I've been watching your face and I know when Christopher says what he says to me, I know you feel it. And so I appreciate <laughs> that. I see empathy um, there. So I appreciate, I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> Um, anyway, guys thanks so much for sticking so around much. yeah and for logging in on your holiday yes i appreciate it and we'll have this out sooner than later people are going to be like an hour like what were they talking about <laughs> <laughs> have a great time bye everybody thank you for joining take care everyone hopefully you had some fun today yes see it on youtube for sure well, that's awesome Catherine. how was that for you <laughs> You're muted, Catherine. You're muted, Catherine. <laughs> That's like a common thing we say to people. Right? You're muted. <laughs> You're muted. Oh my God, you guys. It's so fun. Catherine, and... do you, or Kyle, do you want to keep the recording going? Uh, it's still going, I believe. Yep. Yeah. I'm just asking. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, bye. See you later, <laughs> guys. Yeah, bye, bye Tracy. See. Catherine is extremely smart. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was so fun. It was, was really good. fun. And people were really, yeah. like, really listening. And, you know. Yeah, we went over a little bit. But I think just, you know, it's, it's, it's a light. You know, one of the comments I think and someone else said, I think it was Pauline, was that, you know, even if it's for a moment of distraction with everything that's happening. Because, of course, Absolutely. it's happening. You're thinking about your job. You're thinking about all these mm -hmm. other things that's happening for you. But I think, isn't that just it, though, that there's times that we have to just step away transition mm -hmm. to something else regardless Absolutely. of what that is it's Absolutely. just something else yeah a hundred percent so good yeah, yeah that's that great <laughs> i'm curious how many times do you laugh at yourself like how many times if something has happened where you just kind of have that memory right <laughs> a lot <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't talk about this but there's moments where i remember things that has happened and throughout my day we mm -hmm. just laugh about it yeah. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Oh, it's great. What a nice way to start the day. Everybody's going to have a lovely day. Mm, at least for the weekend. So. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, guys, thank you so much. Uh, I, uh, I guess I'll chat with you guys soon. Okay. Sounds, Sounds good, Kyle. Good. Take